Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for a spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Are you truly happy? Do you love your job? you love your life? We find ourselves settling for less and then rationalizing it because it's not possible we tell ourselves to be happy with everything on every level. Well, my guest on today's show is Leslie Zan, and she believes it is possible to be perfectly happy in every area of our lives. She says when you stop settling for anything less than what we want and what we deserve, then we can build our lives into everything that makes us truly happy. Are you ready to meet her? Leslie Zan is passionate about what it takes to live with courage and then inspiring others to do the same. With more than 30 years' experience teaching, coaching, and presenting on leadership, business, and personal development, Leslie's gained a unique talent for helping people overcome the limiting beliefs that stand in the way of reaching their full potential. Her mission is to reach as many people as possible with the message that everyone has the ability to achieve their goals and make their dreams come true. Now you can find out more about Leslie and her work. Oh, and she's got a new book coming out called Outrageous Achievement. Find out about all that stuff at lesliezan.com. Leslie, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you, Karen. Pleasure to be with you always. Thank you. So your new book is called Outrageous Achievement, Tapping into Your Limitless Potential to Create the Life You've Always Wanted. And when I hear limitless potential, like one eyebrow shoots way up into my hairline, I'm like, what? Limitless? Really? That's a very, it's bold and good. Why are you writing this book? Karen, I've always been curious why so many people have big dreams in any areas of their lives, but so few take the necessary action to make them real. I deal with this myself. So learning to overcome fears and limiting beliefs, learning how to take action, I think is the difference between having a dream for your life and actually living the life of your dreams. Do we not take action because we feel like it's a dumb idea or we don't deserve it or we're going to screw it up or it's for somebody else and not us? All of the above. So if, I guess if E is one of the answers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think there's a variety of reasons why we don't take action. Uh, certainly fears. You know, in the book, I talk about the five universal fears of rejection, success, failure, judgment, change. So fear is a big stopper from pursuing our dreams. Settling is another area where I believe um, it's keeping people from moving forward. And the crazy thing about settling is that too many people don't realize that they are settling in different areas of their life, whether it's their health or their relationships or their career or their creative expression. And it's that lack of awareness that they're settling that keeps them stuck. Once you realize that you're setting, what can you, what can you do about that? Well, first it starts with awareness and not everybody's comfortable with 
coming to terms with the fact that they have settled. So if you've settled in a bad relationship, it's not an easy conversation. Something I have lived through, not an easy thing to, number one, address. Perhaps we don't feel like we have options or solutions to make a change. So maybe we don't feel we have options to get out of a relationship. We can't take care of ourselves. Maybe we don't have the financial resources. Maybe there's children. So there's there's that aspect of it. In a career example, I've lived through that as well. Perhaps we don't feel there's other good paying options for us or that if we do walk away, you know, what will that do? You know, how long will it take before we get another career uh, or another job the same way? I mean, there's, it's the lack of, or we tell ourselves we don't have options. We don't have solutions. So we don't even pursue them Mm -hmm. in most cases until something so dramatic happens husband leaves or you get fired or you get the illness diagnosis from your doctor. In many cases, we don't even address the settling issue until we hit that proverbial rock bottom and then have no other options. And it's through the rising of the ashes. It's through the the Phoenix situation that we get to a point where, wow, Perhaps I was settling and for too long. I'm thinking about the year that we just went through and it seems like the, hey, the fun's continuing into 2021. Mm-hmm. And I know that in, in, in your life and you share that the pandemics impacted you and, and your life is that are the times we're living through right now the kind of thing that do that 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 can spark change that does make a difference for people is could we take these experiences we're having and sort of turn it into that phoenix rising from the ashes thing i think that's a choice that we all have the opportunity and right there like we could do a whole hour on just that moment of choice so i can only speak for myself you know when when the pandemic hit i'm a professional speaker as you know and immediately all my gigs were canceled and so i had to dramatically pivot and actually put into play the lessons that i teach and train about um, with regards to how am i going to move forward lessons all around overcoming adversity, how to move through my fear, how I didn't want to settle, how I had to find solutions, how I had to embrace change, perceived good change, bad change, uh, trusting my instincts, um, fundamentally being willing to see things differently. So to your point, is this a perfect time to consider this rising, like the phoenix rising from the ashes? I believe yes. And I'm going to give you a sports analogy, Karen, because I'm a real sports fan. So Vince Lombardi was a famous NFL Hall of Fame football coach from the 40s and 50s. And he has a well-known phrase that whether you're a football fan or not, everybody's heard it. He said, it's not whether you get knocked down. It's whether you get back up. Well, I like to revise that just a little and say it's not whether you get knocked down because we know we're going to get knocked down. It's whether we get back up transformed. 
So to your point right now, we all have the opportunity to get back up transformed. We have one of two ways we can go. We can be transformed, go over to this side where it's victim mentality and woe is me and I don't have any options and my whole life is falling apart and this is the end for me. Or we can get up transformed as the optimist. I will find a solution. I will make something work. This is not the end, rather a new beginning. So yes, we've all been knocked down and now we all have the choice on how we get back up transformed. And that transformation, just as, as I feel, as I'm just feeling into what you're saying, that transformation is a uh, like a living, uh, growing transformation, not a transformation like, look what happens to me now, I'm completely different, ting, done with that. But, oh, look, now I see possibility, now I take steps, now I change, now I grow. It's that kind of transformation, right? Agreed. And it takes courage, and it takes a willingness to change. You know, a lot of people are stuck just because they don't like change. They get so comfortable. And that ties in with why we settle, too. We get so comfortable in the status quo. We get so comfortable being risk averse. We get so comfortable with the things that we know, even if we're miserable, even if we're even if we're dissatisfied, even if we're fundamentally unhappy on all accounts, we will stay. We will not move because we're comfortable because we we we've created a world that that we don't have a lot of surprises or if we go back to Vince Lombardi we've created a world where everything we do is to try to not get knocked down Mm -hmm. (laughs) so when we look at the pandemic and to your question of is this an opportunity to transform and how does that look again tapping into that inherent courage that we all have and making the choice to move forward, even though we don't have all the answers, even though there's going to be change, even though the future isn't clear, but just knowing that we can indeed, if we stay open and we stay brave, we ask questions, we surround ourselves with the right people, we are willing to learn new things. I believe we can all transform and move in that direction of the life we are truly dreaming of. And maybe that speaks into that idea of being happy at every level of our lives, not a kind of a plastic forced smile happy, but um, if I'm understanding you, it's the kind of happy about understanding my ability to change what isn't working, to move into new potential, to do things in a different way. Is that part of what you mean when you talk about being happy on every level? Well, First, let me give you my definition between happiness and joy. If you were here in my office, you would see my brand new 2020 vision board. And it's all visual. It's all pictures except for one phrase. And my theme for the year, the power of joy. So for me, I have a definition between happiness and joy. To me, happiness is usually based on external 
situation. So I'm happy because I get the boy or I'm happy because I get the job or I'm happy because I get the money or I'm happy because I'm in a certain size gene. Okay. So I'm happy because these things all happen. And so then I can just as quickly be unhappy because I don't get the boy or I don't have the money or I don't get into the right size genes. And so when it's based on external, it's so easy to lose your happiness because you're not driving it where Joy, on the other hand, is that internal compass, that internal flame that we choose to keep lit, that that true north, so to speak. So no matter what happens on the outside, no matter what's happening in my external environment, I can hang on to my joy. So to your point, moving through the pandemic, did I hang on to my joy? Absolutely. Were there days I've been unhappy, not only unhappy for my own circumstances or own situations that happened, but certainly had some unhappiness for humanity in general, people who lost their jobs, people who got sick, people who lost loved ones, the the first responders, the whole the whole flipping situation. Have I had a lot of unhappiness around that? Yeah, because it's all external, but I never have lost my internal joy. And a side note to this, Karen, you know what the Buddhists have a, have a concept of suffering, which I imagine you're aware of. And, and so my definition my, of, of what they're saying is we suffer because we can't accept the way things truly are, right? We can't accept the way things truly are. And so we have self-imposed suffering. So, I'm not happy with the way things have been going on with the pandemic, our civil unrest, our political unrest. And yet I can hang on to my joy because I realize I can't control it, but I can make a difference in my own space, my own life, my own community, my own neighborhood, my own attitude. That is, that's, that's gorgeous. And it's full of, it, it's full of hope and it, and it's real hope. Um, not uh, like manufactured hope, like, no, it'll be okay. No, really. It's full of real hope, our power, our ability to be present with what is our ability to make change. And of course, that's what, as I, as I believe, that's what leaves, leads us up and out of suffering. When I can look at things as they are, when I'm brave enough to see myself as I am in the situations I'm in, I can look at my fear, my fear of settling, my fear of success, whatever it is. And I can see that as it is. That's like the first step in transforming that disconnect Mm -hmm. to change. Now you're listening to Out of the Fog and I'm talking with Leslie Zan. Her new book, which is going to be released on the 23rd of February, is called Outrageous Achievement, Tapping into Your Limitless Potential to Create the Life You've Always Wanted. You can find out more about Leslie and her work at lesliezan.com and with a few more keystrokes, you can get access to some pre-launch goodies on her website. So if you go to lesliezan.com slash O-A- bonus, you'll find a little treasure trove of good stuff waiting there for you. That's at lesliezan.com, O-A bonus. So Leslie, one of the things um, that one of the those goodies on your site is an excerpt from the book. And I was taking a look at that before we went on the air and I was really interested in the concept of what it means to be bulletproof. 
Um, so much of, so I'm going to back up. So many of us for so much of our lives can go through life feeling like other people are kind of showering us with sharp stones, how we look, how we are, what our potential is, right? Uh, external events can happen the way we talk to ourselves. What does it mean to be bulletproof? Yeah, this is, this is, this is what was one of my favorite chapters. And it's something I've been saying for years and actually I hadn't planned on, on writing about it. And my editor one day said, I love this concept of bulletproof. You've, you've said it to me over and over again, but I don't see it. Like, yeah, he told me write about it. And to me, bulletproof, well, first I had to define it. So I had to stop for a moment and think, what do I really mean when I say that I'm bulletproof or I want someone to be bulletproof? So I had to make up a definition. So first, here's my definition of being bulletproof. The ability to give negative words, resistance, or even verbal attack, no meaning. Mm. So your visual analogy, think of Superman, right? Or Supergirl, right? And they, have, they are just impervious. So they can be shot at, bullets, grenades, everybody. Like throw anything at them and they are impervious. They are what I call bulletproof. So when we take it to you and I, when we take it to our life's experiences, here I am ready to make a conscious change. I'm excited. But as I begin to make my move, as we begin to make our move, we get assaulted by this barrage of what I call disapproval bullets that are being shot at us. And they're being shot at us not only by our colleagues, not only by our friends, but sometimes so heartbreakingly by our loved ones. And these these disapproval bullets can sound like you're going to do what? Or what makes you think you can do that? Or what have you gotten into this time? Hmm. Or isn't that a bit unrealistic? I mean, and so it tends to stop people before they even start because those bullets pierce their confidence. It pierces their optimism and what rises from that are all the fears and limiting beliefs. What was I thinking? I've never done anything like this before. Can I really do this? Should I really do this? And so learning to be bulletproof is or allows us to give no meaning to the negative words the resistance, whether it's coming from external or internal or verbal attack, just give it no meaning so that we can really stand in our dream, right? We can stand in our dream. They're wrong. I can do this, or I can create success in any area of my life. This is a great idea, darn it. And I'm going to make it work. I can achieve whatever I put my mind to. So we can get back to that confident, optimistic, bold, courageous belief. And so I feel there are seven facets and I'll just give you the highlight. I won't go into the details, but I have seven facets that I believe are necessary to make you bulletproof. One, you got to have a vision. Where do you want to go? Like you've got to have that clear vision. Two, you have to believe. If you're going to go on any journey, you've got to at least start with belief. And number three, commitment. You've got to make that 
emotional commitment that I'm going to crawl over a glass commitment <laughs> to see it through. Number four, discipline that discipline to take action, that discipline to act even after a disappointment, even after a betrayal, even after a failure, that discipline. Number five, accountability. We must learn to hold ourselves accountable if we are going to go on that journey of greatness. Nobody can make us be great. Greatness is a choice. Number six, courage. Got to be bold. You got to find, you got to tap into that courage that I know we all have to go on the journey, to keep you brave, to keep you strong, to keep you bold. And number seven, that joy we were talking about earlier. We've got to find the joy in the journey. And when all seven of these facets come together, you will be bulletproof. Um, I love it. Is is someone who's bulletproof always bulletproof or is can there be a time because Superman knows he's getting shot at even if the right. So it's not like I'm oblivious to these things. So I'm aware that the bullets are are hitting me. But I also know that I wear armor that keeps them away to move into outrageous achievement to make these changes. Is the armor always on? That's such a good question. All right, I'm going to I'm going to take you back years ago at the end of my 15 year marriage that ended. Um, it was a surprise. Did not know it was coming. Came home from a gig one weekend and found foot long red hair all over the house. And if you've seen oh. me, Karen, you know, I'm an adorable short haired brunette. <sighs> and so I confronted my husband and asked him to leave. And I will never forget the day that he left, he walked out, he, his last words were, I, I love you, Leslie, but I'm not in love with you anymore. And he left. Now it took me years before I could even say that out loud, Karen, this is how surprising this was to me. And that day I literally fell fetal on the floor and I was crying. And while I was crying on the floor, there was this little voice in my head that I could hear through my tears, my moans. And it said, Leslie, this will give you the opportunity to be the best Leslie you can be. And after the fact, I thought, like, where, that, where did that come from? And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that, that spark of hope gave me the courage to face forward that spark of faith ultimately gave me the strength to differentiate between John doesn't love me anymore and I'm still lovable and it has been well, I guess 11 years now since I took that situation and molded it into this whole concept of being bulletproof and having this resistance, no matter what happens, that I can face the criticism, I can face the resistance, I can face the challenges and yet remain unstoppable and ultimately succeed 
because in my state of mind, is that um, one who is bulletproof. Leslie, thank you so much for, for being on the show, for sharing your wisdom. There's a, we got to that beautiful vulnerability behind the armor and it makes the armor stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much. My pleasure, Karen. I always enjoy my time with you. Thank you. That is Leslie Zan. Now her new book, Outrageous Achievement, Tapping into Your Limitless Potential to Create the Life You've Always Wanted. That book is being released on February 23rd. If you're listening to this podcast before February 23rd, oh, get yourself over to lesliezan.com and then do a little slash OA bonus. And what you will find is a place where you can receive a complimentary excerpt of the book, along with other free bonus materials that aren't included in the book. You'll be among the first to know when Outrageous Achievement comes out on the 23rd, and there's a special launch rate for you. So you're going to go to lesliezan.com anyway, because you want to read her books, you want to find out more about what she's doing. But put in the extra keystrokes to get to that OA bonus page so that you can claim all the extras. That's at lesliezan, Z-A-N-N dot com slash OA bonus. And you're always welcome over at karenhigger.com. It's a great place to find out what's coming up on this radio program and check out new classes. You can even book a private session with me there if you are so inclined. Please don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Fog City Psychic. There, that's a name that's left over from my long ago San Francisco days. So you find me on Facebook and Instagram as Fog City Psychic. And I've just started to post these podcast episodes on YouTube as well. If you search for Karen Hager, my smiling face will pop right up on YouTube for you. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.